0: Hello, hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome into another edition of Between the Screens with Ed and Stacy, a movie, television, pop culture, video game bonanza of a podcast Woo. where two FSFs, film school friends, bring you anything and everything that really just kind of comes to the top of their head. <laughs> I am your host, the Eddie McCabe, joined as... Always by my co-host, Stacy Preston Esquire. <laughs> How are, are we going to time
1: travel? I'm excited about the potential of time travel.
0: Oh yeah, that was well. That was one of the things I've been seeing a lot of it. These like fun conversations on Twitter that are kind of popping up. Mm-hmm. I've been like trying to curate my Twitter timeline a little bit more. I've uh, not it- been
1: on social media much at all of late, but yeah,
0: I'm late. just trying to make it so that it's uh, you know, a little bit more fun to be on. And I saw this person and they were they were doing, hey, what name a time travel movie that's awesome that like isn't back to the future. And mm-hmm. so there were like a lot of people that were talking about different time travel movies and like things that they thought were fun. Like, and then um, you know, I had to chime in. And of course, of course I, I have to go with Bill and Ted's excellent adventure. I oh, expect journey. nothing less. Oh, the third one, also good. Oh, they're so good. All three of them, they're delightful films. Uh, so, I think with that, uh, we could just kind of dive into the 90s. Yes. Spe- speaking of Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, we're in we the have...
1: shallow end of the 90s right now We're we yeah. dipped our toes in.
0: Yeah. And so, for those of you who are brand new around here, uh, every episode we kick off uh by basically talking about movies and tv and pop culture things from the years when we were alive this year we have decided to go with because it's the next one up (laughs) 1993
1: because we go in order
0: uh, yeah do you remember anything uh what you were doing in 1993 i mean i do
1: because i was in high school in 1993 sure Sure. (laughs) i'm so damn old um yeah, no, we're getting into stuff that I'm starting to remember pretty well. Um, There's some big movies in 1993. Yeah. I'm sure I, I have a lot of the not as big ones sure. in my list, but I also have the list pulled up in case things don't get mentioned that we want to rattle off that are like, sure. like, like, like schindler's list which i've never seen but you've never seen schindler's list no and i'm probably not going to so (laughs)
0: oh it is it it is in the exact same category as like 12 years i haven't seen
1: that either yeah no thank you
0: (laughs) where those movies are fantastic yeah you know what i never need to watch them again
1: yeah i've seen plenty of movies like that that are fantastic and i never need to watch again and so i'm good like i mean somebody really wanted to watch it with me or something I probably wouldn't I wouldn't like put up a fight but I have not really any desire to see them sure
0: um so that's real fun uh what were you doing in high school while you were um
1: 1993 well let's see I was a freshman in the 92 93 year sure so I was Probably running around getting into trouble. Towards the end of ninety-three, I was listening to a lot of Pearl Jam. Cool. Not as much Nirvana. A lot of Pearl Jam on repeat. Um, and watching shit. Pretty much that's, it.
0: That's pretty great. Um, this is a huge year for yeah. me from like stuff that I loved from like definitely different eras. Yep. Um you, you mentioned it right off the top. Schindler's List, which is a movie I do love. Like it, it mm-hmm. is, in my opinion, one of the best movies ever made. It's on that short list. You,
1: you know, I haven't seen it, but I don't even dispute that. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, I just accept that it is. <laughs>
0: yeah, like uh, it's. It's beautiful. It's really well done. It's wild that he was making that movie while also making another greatest movie of all time simultaneously, and that's Jurassic Park. Uh, The person I'm talking about is Steven Spielberg. Of
1: course. So Jurassic Park is like obviously my big movie of this year, and it's very fitting that we're talking about it this week because it's pretty close to Father's Day. The movie came out on June 11th, Cool. when it when it came out and i took my dad to see it for fathers day that year Oh, that's cool so it's very fitting that that this is when we're doing
0: 1993 um i uh, i did not see this in 1993 i would have to imagine that i saw it In 1994 or 95, but a really early memory.
1: You should have been taking your dad to the theater when you were like, I should have. Uh, You (laughs) want to know what I was
0: doing? You want to know what I was doing? Because I know it's somewhere around here. So I just I'll say that it's 1993, but I was in a preschool and um i got my head stuck in a chair because i didn't want to go down for nap time and i was trying to escape to the playground nothing
1: about that statement shocks me in the least (laughs) yeah
0: so that's what i was doing in 1993 but a couple of years later um my uncle and it might also might have been 1998 because i was a child uh my uncle bought jurassic park on Laserdisc.
1: Oh my gosh. Like the big record size. Yeah. The big record size thing
0: that you had to keep flipping over every 15 Uh, minutes, Uh, but he had set it up with surround sound. And it was one of the first times that like, I remember like being able to be immersed in a movie that Mm -hmm. wasn't in a movie theater. Um, You know, it was just, it was mind blowing to me. Another one of my favorite movies of all time uh, is Tombstone. Mm-hmm. I absolutely love Tombstone. It's one of my favorite movies ever, um, and that's it for the like the big movies. Like you know, I, really? I think they, well, I have so many movies in 1993, but yeah. they rapidly get more personal and obscure as I okay. go.
1: because I have a lot that I was like, Ed's definitely going to mention this that aren't on my list. Um yeah. so I have all the the kind of like. Wh- weirder indie movies on my list Uh, my big one other than jurassic park one of my all-time favorite movies i love it so much because you're so cool and that is true romance sure and um i actually was supposed to see it on a date and we couldn't get in because it was rated r and we went to see some stupid julia roberts movie called i love trouble but we didn't watch it anyway
0: (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) Um, the Super Mario Brothers movie is released this year. Yes, it is. The the bad one. Um, it's fun to watch, but like only because we now have a good one. A For my age specifically, a greatest of all time movie nomination is The Sandlot.
1: Hey, I saw that in theaters. It's not just your age group.
0: Sure. I Yeah, that's fine. I, I mean, I saw a...
1: it in like the dollar theater, but still. Sure.
0: <laughs> Uh, one of my other personal favorite movies is Robin Hood, Men in Tights, uh, mm-hmm. Mel Brooks. Mel Brooks is by far one of my favorite, favorite directors of right. all time. I will literally watch anything that that man makes. Uh, So I'm very, very excited about that. I remember watching um or wanting to watch. And again, I don't know if it was necessarily the right timeline, but I wanted to watch the Three Musketeers movie oh, because- yeah because of Batman Forever. And I don't know if those two things timeline wise make sense, but I remember wanting to see the Musketeers movie because Chris O'Donnell was in it. Yeah,
1: I mean Charlie Sheenkeeper Sutherland, Chris O'Donnell. I watched that movie.
0: Of course you did. <laughs> uh, another co uh, another greatest of all time for the millennial generation.
1: Let's say Hocus it together. pocus. Pocus. Pocus.
0: Yeah. pocus pocus. Uh, one of my favorite things I absolutely loved. I finally got a chance to actually watch it, albeit an abridged version. Uh, when I went to Mickey and Minnie's not so scary halloween party this past year mm-hmm. and they have a sanderson's sisters uh show that's that, so much fun. Where, where all of the villains come out and they sing and they dance um, uh yes hocus
1: pocus was one of those things that like i was supposed to be too old for but i loved it anyway <laughs> sure I
0: mean, here's the thing everybody loves it and if right. you don't love it you're a monster well,
1: i mean i could see people that come to it like in their thirties and forties and see it for the first time. that don't love it. But it's weird if you saw it even as a young teen and you don't love it.
0: Sure. Sure. And so now these are a little bit of the more obscure ones for me. Batman mask of the phantasm.
1: Yeah. I saw that was on there.
0: So that is the film for Batman, the animated series. And it's great. It's fantastic for a long time. It was definitive. It was like the definitive Batman movie for a lot of people Mm -hmm. and I don't know if you ever saw this one but god I love this movie airborne have you ever
1: seen airborne was it what is that that, that's
0: the one with Seth Green in it it's um, i'm pretty sure jack black is the bad guy it's about a california kid who ends up having to go to like he has to go live with his cousin in ohio
1: is it a disney channel original
0: no that's oh, it's, it's,
1: <laughs> That's because it sounds like a disney channel original yeah.
0: movie yeah uh it's not great but it's amazing <laughs> i think i skipped it a- about a show talks about a shark named pepe <laughs> <laughs> It is wild. I absolutely love it. It's a fantastic one. Uh, There are uh, Free Willy is this year. And then I forget the name of which one it was, but it's uh, We're Back a Dinosaur Tale. It was Um, a part of the Bluth like family of movies. Uh, It's about a boy who basically has this like wish to like. The
1: the dinosaurs in the museum come back.
0: Yes. They come back. I remember
1: where back. I had a daughter obsessed with dinosaurs. I've seen all of them.
0: Yeah. Oh, and so I I could go on and on for movies, but I definitely Um, have TV and video games that I got to get to. But
1: I do have to just mention because it exists and i saw it in the theater and it was fantastic but it is one i never watched again philadelphia yeah. came out in 93 yeah rudy came out in 93 for you know any any sean Aston or oh, sure. fans out, sure. out there um the piano which i do not enjoy but it was a best picture nominee came out yes. in 93 mrs doubtfire groundhog day the fugitive there's so many and yeah. i didn't even get to my list yet this is the <laughs> ones that just have to be mentioned right. because they're big okay let me get to my list and i won't go in depth about all of them dazed and confused obviously i was in high school i was watching dazed and confused sure sure um big year big early year for the early career of leonardo dicaprio in the two for what's eating gilbert grape he's oh, amazing great. He yes. Was Oscar, no- I think he was Oscar nominated, or I get mad that he wasn't. He didn't win. I he didn't, he win, didn't win, and
0: that was that was a travesty. Yeah.
1: I love that movie so much. And another one that is not as well known at all: um, "This Boy's Life," in which he plays the son or the stepson of Robert De Niro, and he is horribly abused. Um,
0: I yeah, I always get that one confused with. Is there one with Elijah Wood? Is that Radio Flyer?
1: Oh. Yeah, there is one with Elijah Wood called Radio Flyer, but The Good Sun actually came out this year too, which is Elijah yes. Wood. In it.
0: Yeah, Elijah um, Wood and Macaulay Culkin.
1: Yes. And then while I'm on the What's Eating Gilbert Grape, also double Johnny Depp feature for me this year with Benny and June, a little yeah. quirky comedy that I loved, 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 loved so much. I haven't seen it in forever, but I can still picture him making the little rolls on the fork dance.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> Just, yeah, 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 yeah. Um,
1: Yeah. And um, I got my, my, uh, another double up here for Stephen King movies this year, Needful Things and The Dark Half. I read them both. I watched them both. I watched Needful Things in the theater. I don't know if I saw Dark Half in the theater. Um, I actually re-listened to both of them not that long ago. And I just, I just love Stephen King. I haven't re-watched the movies, but I should. Um, Six Degrees of Separation, early Will Smith, dramatic role. Okay, Really good. And... The weirdest movie on my list, I don't think I've watched this one in 93. It's a movie called Boxing Helena, and okay. it's about this guy who basically like had this love affair, and he was obsessed, and he didn't want the woman to leave, and so he cut off her arms and legs.
0: <laughs> like, oh, okay. Okay.
1: So, um, yeah, Boxing Helena. Check that one out. <laughs> sure. Uh, and that'll do it for 93 okay. in movies.
0: That's Moving good. on
1: moving on uh like
0: i said this was a huge year for me i forgot to mention another weird movie and i don't know if you've ever seen it but it's a bronx
1: tale sorry i
0: love a bronx tale yeah you can't leave oh it's one of my favorite. uh but uh surf ninjas Uh, okay have you ever seen that with leslie nielsen
1: i have not
0: oh very fun it's like the anti-street fighter but this is a big year for television it uh, is.
1: I saw a lot of, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to write down these couple of shows and I'm going to let Ed yeah. have all the rest of this.
0: <laughs> sure. So why don't you go first? Because they're like right kind of at the top, I would imagine.
1: Um, well, the big one, a, a big show that, you know, we still feel the influence of today is The X-Files. Yes. Um, I don't think I watched it then. I remember watching it later on. But of course, now this isn't the time we don't have DVRs. You yeah, don't have correct. like you catch it when it comes on on it's time slot or you wait for the rerun of the episode you missed kind of yeah. deal. Um, it was it was a tough life back then.
0: It was so, it was because there's going to be something I'm going to bring up later on. And it that fact becomes very important to the survival of that show.
1: Um, But yeah, I, I loved the X-Files and, you know, I've always been into the weird shit. So it was right up my alley. And Mulder and Scully, they are like the godmother and godfather of all of the you know supernatural weird ass shit we get now. I mean, yeah. I guess Twilight Zone came before, but like the way it is now with the with the whole you know season long arcs and yeah and everything yeah because
0: Twilight Zone none of it was ever connected right, right? and this so- was a this was a very drama. So, like this was like the first sci-fi drama that was like serious
1: right and you that, know and they would take a whole sometimes multiple seasons yeah for arcs to play out
0: um yeah, my and aunt it ran loved for it. so
1: long it was like
0: i ugh. was shocked it says uh to uh 2018 now i don't remember if they like rebooted they, did. It. they had
1: like a comeback thing i think and there was two movies
0: yeah, so three, I think three that three that movies. extends it out, but I want to say that it runs into the mid-2000s. Yeah,
1: the original run, I want to say it was like 10, 11 seasons, around there.
0: Okay, so but yeah.
1: It, um, And then the other one, which this one's probably on your list too, but you have a whole bunch more, I'm sure, is yeah. Boy Meets World. That was yeah. another, like, I loved Boy Meets World. I um met... They had the whole cast comes to Boston Comic-Con a lot, Boston Fan Expo, sure. and I had Cole with me, and he was uh, very focused on just Zachary Levi and Stephen ML. but as I was running by, he was waiting in a line, and I could see him, and I had to run by, and I ran by and met, um, oh my god, now I'm blanking on his name, um, Sean, the guy the guy who plays Sean, what the heck Rider is he? Strong. Yes, thank you. I can't believe I just blanked on it, and he was sure. delightful.
0: Yeah. I absolutely love it. Um, they're a few years older than me at the start of the show. Mm-hmm. So it was very relatable for me, right? right? Like we're within like a three or four year window. Yeah. And and so it was like, it, it was a great show to, cause like Family Matters had been on the air too long. The Cosby mm-hmm. show had been on the air too long, you know, like yeah. even Full House to like a little bit of an extent, you know, it just- boy meets world just kind of resonated with me personally and
1: these are both shows weirdly enough that happen to be on friday nights which is also yeah. part of why my viewing was spotty because i thankfully, thankfully i wasn't home a lot of friday nights sure you happy were happy to say in. yeah something and was, like that
0: i was just a dork
1: <laughs> <laughs> you were very young
0: Yeah, well, you know, sometimes that party boy lifestyle, you're just bored with it. It starts early. The two major shows for me that are huge and very influential to me (laughs) is um, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers and Monday Night Raw oh uh, okay
1: that's not where i thought I didn't yeah those
0: two those two are incredibly influential to me uh i love both of them the mighty Morphin power rangers not in this incarnation but is still going to this day you know we're coming up on actually no we are in the 30th anniversary of the mighty more of the power rangers franchise It's been forever. Monday Night Raw. It is the longest running weekly episodic television program uh, in prime time. Uh, It's been going forever and, you know, extremely influential to like stuff that I've done before with, Mm -hmm. you know, so those two shows are huge. Uh, it's a big year for animated yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's what I'm um, gonna say. The, the Animaniacs, Rocco's Modern Life, mm-hmm. Space Ghost Coast to Coast, which is an underrated but very very fun, um, is a very fun. I got a thing that popped up and that very that confused me real quick. Anyway, <laughs> um, so the uh, Space Ghost Coast to Coast. They take old Hanna-Barbera cartoons and created a talk show out of it. Okay, that's fun. And so it's a ton of fun. I absolutely love it. It was hosted um, by Space Ghost. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. it was like, I discovered it much later in Adult Swim, but it was 100% worth it. And then... Two Sonic the Hedgehog cartoons? Yeah, I, saw that were, that I was like,
1: really? There was two?
0: There were drastically different from each other. One was The Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog, which was like kind of the fun one, like the Super Mario Super Show. And the other one was like Sonic living in a post-apocalyptic wasteland. <laughs> it was wild. Uh, and then Bill Nye the Science Guy yeah. uh, was also this year. And one of my favorite game shows as a child, Legends of the, the Hidden Temple.
1: Yep. Okay, you got all the ones I wanted you to get.
0: Okay, good. Uh, good also job. Iron Chef, which Iron Chef still the greatest.
1: Um oddly enough, both David Letterman and Conan O'Brien came out that year, which shocked me cuz I thought David Letterman started way before 93. Maybe okay. he's in a different, maybe he had a different talk show. This is when The Late Show with David Letterman um came out. I think he did host something like Later before that. And a couple of things that I didn't really care about, I don't really care about, but are big, so they should be mentioned. Um, Walker, Texas Ranger. Yep. Um, NYPD Blue. Never Dr. watched it.
0: Medicine Woman. <laughs>
1: Star Trek, Deep Space Nine. Never yeah. watched that. I did watch this one, but I don't really care about it, and that's Frasier. Okay. I did watch Frasier, but- I don't, in the nanny, I watched the nanny sometimes. I mean, I watched pretty much whatever was on. I did. Sure. So we didn't have all these options. We have, yeah, we didn't have options.
0: It was just what was on.
1: So you either liked it, what or you, you didn't. caught when you flipped through the yeah. channels. So um, that is ninety three in TV.
0: Yeah. So, then the last thing that I'll, I'll kind of cover very quickly and then I'll wrap up 93 is video games. Uh, the big ones this year, are Mortal Kombat 2 and The Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening. If you want to get a, a lol, um, I forget what the, the system was, but it was like an educational system and it's Zelda The Wand of Glamalon. Okay, uh, and it is. Horrible! It I'm is sure horrifying. VTech
1: probably made it because VTech made all of that shit. Like I had yeah. my kids had every iteration of child game system, like sure. that was educational. I say in quotes. Yeah. Um, and they had a lot of licensed characters, so yes. yeah, VTech's all over that.
0: Yeah, uh, the um the Aladdin, the Sega uh Genesis version was released mm-hmm. as well. We talked about the Capcom version last week, and this yeah. is a very different one. This I think is, this
1: is... the Sega one is the one that I played, I think. Yeah, I had a the, Sega.
0: Yeah, it's the far superior version. It was
1: uh, hard.
0: Yeah, it's the far superior version. I think that's really it. Uh, you know, I mean, obviously well, there's so many video games that can maybe...
1: um there was one game that was harder than Aladdin for me. Sure. And it was more anticipated and it was very disappointing. And that was a game called Echo the Dolphin that yeah. I to this day do not know how you're supposed to play. I don't know if there's a point. <laughs> I, I don't know if there's like anything mm. you're supposed to do or if you just swim. Like I don't get it. Oh I don't yeah. get it at all. But I wanted it and I wanted it to be fun. And I I don't know. It was you... I tried like And, like, I'd go back, like, years later and try because I just wanted this game to work for me so much, and it never did.
0: I definitely played uh, played that before, and I definitely had no idea what was happening. No,
1: there's, like, no – I I can't even, like, speak to it. There's just – you just – there's nothing. Like, you swim around, but there's no – there's no obstacles. There's Um, no obvious, like – place you're supposed to go it's like open world underwater before open world was really a thing that we knew what to do with like i don't even know what it was it was crazy but and um but i do have some books i'll go through them really quick because i know um we're taking too long um the big one for me was lasher that's an Anne rice book it's the second book in the mayfair witches stories mayfair Witches now have a show on amc plus but um this is the second one um Nightmares and Dreamscapes, the Stephen King um, short stories book. The only Stephen King short story book I ever actually had. And then we have um, Wheel of Time, book five, The Witch of the Last Wish, and a bunch of books that movies are based on that like I didn't realize were based on books. And that's Virgin Suicides, Girl Interrupted, A Simple Plan, The huh. Shipping News, and Train Spotting. Interesting. All were, all were books in 1993. That's wild. Yeah. All right. We can move on with life now. <laughs> <laughs> we can get back up to the present.
0: So that wraps up 1993. And we're going to now go, like you said, back to the present.
1: Back to and, the present. And because we have a time machine.
0: Yeah. We have a time machine and we're able to we're able to go back and forth from the future to the present and the present to the future. It's the future. Uh, But was there anything that you ended up seeing this week uh, that you want to talk about or bring up at all?
1: So I um, I should have been watching a lot of MCU and I'm a huge slacker. I did not do that. I also did not get out to see any of the new movies that are out. I sat on my couch and rewatched watched in, in binge, The Magicians, which is a show I highly recommend. So that's um, a
0: show for me that is always on every single like I should watch this list because you and should I watch never it. do.
1: You should watch it. You should listen to the books. The books. the The show goes way off the books, but both are worth your time. Um. It's it's cra- it starts out like Harry Potter for grown-ups. It's like magic grad school. Okay. Um <laughs> but it quickly just goes off the rails. Um yeah, I I don't really know how to describe it. They, a lot of it takes place in a Narnia like place called Fillory and it, it's just the performances are great. It you just never really can predict. I mean, I watched the whole show before and listened to the books, and I still was like, "Oh yeah, I forgot about this." <laughs> like, sure. Santa Claus shows up, and and you know, library jail. I don't know. It's great. That's it's, um, wild. It's a lot of and, fun. Yeah. No, it's a it is a very wild show. Um, and that's
0: a completed show, or yes, is that's
1: completed. I just it it was on my list last week, but it wasn't. Like, that one, at least for me, is always popping up on Netflix. So, I figured it was one people had more awareness of. And we were running out of time. So, I was rattling off. Um, And I watched a new show on HBO called The Idol, which I was looking forward to. It's by the creator of Euphoria. And it is about a pop star. And it looked right up my alley. And it... Here's the thing. Like, it wasn't horrible. It just it had the bones of something really interesting and it was just way too busy trying to be salacious to actually okay. do anything with the interesting ideas it had. Um, it could that's, what be,
0: I, that's how I felt about true blood.
1: Yeah. Well, true blood, those books are crazy too, but that, that went nuts, but it was like, it could be a really interesting show about how female pop stars are made into a commodity and okay. just like, you know, have all these people just like get out there and do your thing because that's how I get paid. Yeah. And um people feel like they can say and do things because they're famous. And no, I mean there's comments here and there that so you know that they know this. Like that's what I'm like at yeah. one point in time I think it was well written and an interesting show, but all it cares about is being salacious. Yeah. So I that's don't know. Bad. I'll probably watch more of it if there's nothing on, but it's definitely not going to be like something I'm looking forward to every week.
0: Okay. So I went, I went out and I actually did get to see uh, into the spider verse. And because you haven't seen it yet, we can't go into a full discussion of it. I'm sorry. It's okay. We'll do it at another point in time. And so the things that I will say about it, are that this is one of the most beautiful movies I have ever seen. Uh it was so beautiful, so perfectly animated. It was well-paced. The voice acting was amazing. Uh the story was engaging. You know, it's always tough It's always tough to follow up a really good movie with another really good movie. Yeah. And this sequel is just as good, if not better as into the spider verse.
1: Yeah. I've only heard excellent things about it. I haven't heard a single person say that it would, that they didn't like it.
0: The only negative that I will bring up, and this is more of a just pay attention thing Mm -hmm. is the audio mix in the beginning of the film is really jacked up.
1: I heard that.
0: And, yeah, this is a thing that people have been experiencing.
1: I've heard that it's better in IMAX, that there's more issues on the standard screens than in, like, the IMAX and Dolby and stuff.
0: Yeah, so if you can see it in a specialty thing, I saw it in a regular screen. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I think that that's ultimately why my problem was my problem. Right. But the... That that is the one thing I would say is like, hey, pay attention to this, mm-hmm. uh, because the beginning was like super hard to hear. I also I also thought of something that I think should be implemented in all movie theaters as we get back to normal. And that is uh, adult screening times. OK, where it is. um And this is the uh, get off my lawn portion of the show. (laughs) (laughs) This is my get off my lawn portion of the show. So I uh, if you're under a certain age, let's just say 21, because a lot of these movie theaters serve alcohol now. So let's just say 21 uh, at a like certain screenings you cannot get into uh, because there were several, several groups of like preteens and young teenagers that were in my screening and they just did not know how to behave themselves. And the problem is, is that it's like, I understand because I remember I was 14 once too. And you don't have anywhere to go. And your parents like, don't want you at your house. So you got to go somewhere. So you end up going to the movies. And the problem is, is that I'm actually trying to watch into the spider verse and Mm -hmm. you just want to hang out and talk with your friends, which I don't fault you at.
1: But I was just, weird because I just, I like begged to go to the movies and most just, of the time really paid attention, but yeah, I was right. a weirdo watching the piano at, you know, 14 because it was Oscar nominated. So <laughs>
0: yeah, right, yeah, right. Look, we're the weird ones. Right. I, right. I understand that because I was the same way. I was the same way too, where it's like, I'd get mad at my friends because yeah. it's like, stop jerking around. Like mm-hmm. I'm trying to find the high art cinema that is ultraviolet. Yeah. You know, but it's like the there was a group of girls that were next to me and every 10 minutes they would get up and leave. And like, it's like they would just they would the whole thing because we were in one of those movie theaters that has the the reclining seats. Yeah. And so there's those are electric. So every 10 minutes it's. and then, like, crumpling into bags and, like, all sorts of nonsense. Oh, no. It's just like, girls, if you just want to hang out and take selfies with each other, just go to the lobby.
1: So I am that person who will, if I'm in the, if it, it depends on my mood, but I am that yeah. person who if I get annoyed enough, and this actually happened to me in Renfield. I will say something, and then if it continues to be a problem, I will get somebody. <laughs> yeah, sure.
0: That's what ultimately ended up happening when I was <laughs> like, went if to I can't
1: focus on the movie because you're being yeah. so distracting, like I get a little bit of talk or whatever, but
0: yeah, again. I don't have a problem. Like, so there was a birthday party. There was like a young boy's birthday party, like behind yep. me, yeah. in the row behind me. And so, like, they were like reacting to stuff huge, yeah. And, like you know, and then like, oh, that was awesome. Oh, oh you know, like, and, and that's so,
1: fun. That's, that's what fun. the theater going experience, right, is for. I'm I'm getting
0: more hyped watching across the Spider-Verse because you're getting more hyped as you watch into the Spider-Verse. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. everything about it was like is a a positive experience, not like your flash on your phone is going off. Yeah, no, Uh
1: uh-uh. They would uh, fortunately,
0: fortunately, the mom that was supervising the boy's birthday party, she kept yelling at him. Oh, good. She
1: was me. So I didn't have to.
0: (laughs) I didn't have to. I almost murdered a group of teenagers before once already this year. I'm not going
1: to
0: I'm not going to be doing that again. Um, But yeah, go see Across the Spider-Verse. It's one of the best superhero movies uh, that's ever been made. Uh, You know, it's really good. It's beautiful. It's my favorite movie of the year, and it's probably the best movie of the year so far.
1: I'm hoping that before the next episode, I will have seen it and we can go more in depth.
0: Yes. Which is going to be exciting because I think we can, I think we should just move on to what we're excited for and what we're going to be watching next week. Right.
1: Okay. Yeah, sure.
0: Yeah. So, uh, the before we go into what we're watching, I'll, I'll recap it again when we do the close. But I do want to say that we're going to do something a little different next week. Uh, next week we are going to do a deep dive into a singular movie, kind of like what we did for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Except uh, it's not going to be a new release. So it's not going to be a movie that you're like, oh, my God, I have to find a way to get to the movie theaters and, like, actually see this. And, like, I don't know if I can do that. It's uh, we're going to be watching a classic vampire tale.
1: Don't call it a classic. That makes me feel so old. Oh, but I mean, it could be. I mean, a cla- it is. Well, the book is from the 70s, so I'll go with that. It's a classic. Well, it's a classic. <laughs> it's I like like first of all. For-
0: it, I would say that, like, uh, the Avengers Infinity War is a classic. Okay.
1: So, in that sense of greatness.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like, as a notoriety, notoriety. mm -hmm. It's Interview with a Vampire.
1: In case anybody didn't figure that out.
0: Yeah. It's Interview with a Vampire. For 1994. So, we're going to watch Interview with a Vampire. That's going to be something we're both going to watch this week. We highly recommend that you watch it as well. If you ask nicely, and I do mean nicely. Uh, maybe I'll set up a live stream and we can all watch it together. Ooh. That could be very fun. That could be a very fun thing that we do as a as a fun community. If you ask nicely. <laughs> <laughs> or even want to. Anyway, so that's something that we're going to watch. Is there anything else that you're excited to watch this week?
1: Um, well, I'm hoping to get to the scene. I'm hoping to get to Spider-Verse. So I will be excited for that if it happens. And there's a new... Apple TV Plus show. Of
0: course, there always is.
1: (laughs) Hey, I've been in... They're like Hydra.
0: They're like Um, Hydra. You strike one down, two more take its place.
1: This one is called... I'm excited for this. this is a brand new one. It's called The Crowded Room. And it's got Tom Holland and Amanda Seyfried. She is a detective. And he is um, somebody who blacks out and people are dead. So oh, fun. right up my alley, death and destruction and mystery. Um, yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. Hopefully it's good. I mean, That's... they don't ever really disappoint me. Um, sure. Even if I lose interest in a show, it's not usually the show. It's usually just because it's not for me, not because it's like a bad, bad show. Sure. Um, that makes sense. So, so yeah, I'm really looking forward to the crowded or a crowded room. I don't know. It's either the or a or something.
0: Sure. That sounds like a sketch they'd put on the Muppets. <laughs>
1: <laughs> a crowded room.
0: <laughs> you know, it's like so,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> dialogue from a crowded room.
1: I always do. I always interchange A and the. For years, I said interview with a vampire, and it's interview with the vampire. And I'm, like, obsessed with that whole series, and it's just ridiculous. Yeah. I always called it the wrong name, but it's whatever. Well,
0: it's because in our hearts, he is the vampire. Well, that's a the vampire. right one. Oh, the he's... right one
1: is the vampire. Oh, uh, doesn't yeah, close naturally.
0: No, it doesn't. Oh, well, uh, I'm very excited because I get to see one of my favorite stand up comedians. Uh, I'm going to see Randy Feltface. Which, uh, if you've never watched Randy Feltface, go find him on uh, TikTok or you know, Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, watch his stuff on YouTube. He has a couple of specials on YouTube, they're stand up specials. You can find him there. He is a puppet. That does stand-up comedy. And oh,
1: I think I've seen this guy on YouTube. I'm like, I think he used to... Did he do movie fights back in the day? Did you ever watch movie fights? I think no. he's been a movie fights.
0: Maybe. I, maybe. I, oddly enough, have his number. Maybe I'll text him. I'm trying <laughs> not to. I'm trying not to, but I really want to. Uh, so I'm going to go see Randy Feltface. I'm very excited. He's one of my favorite stand-up comedians going. And I watch a lot of stand-up comedy. So... Take that with a grain of salt.
1: Yeah, it was a different. <laughs> the I don't remember the puppet wasn't named Randy Feltface, but I think that I don't. And never mind. There's probably more than one comedian with puppets, right? Um, Who's to say? Who's to say, <laughs> to say? But also, next time we talk. I will be coming at you from Orlando. Yeah,
0: and you're going to be watching the VelociCoaster because this was Jurassic Park week. So you're going to ride the VelociCoaster. I
1: don't think I'm going to go there, but we don't have to talk about that. How dare you. Yeah, I know. How dare you. How dare you
0: be that close and not ride
1: the VelociCoaster? How dare you? I mean, I've been on it. It's not like I hadn't been on it. I wouldn't. But anyway, we're not getting into theme park talk now. Yeah, we got, we got to wrap this episode up. <laughs> it's been a digression
0: of an episode. Um, but so, yeah, I think that that's the big thing. Tell us what you're going to watch. I want to know. At the Eddie McCabe. Just, just find me and, you know, let's talk about stuff. I started watching a stupid show that I watched in the 90s because I saw a stupid thing that was like, uh, it was a TikTok and it was like the most popular anime from like 1990 to 2000. Mm-hmm. And there was a sh- it like unlocked a memory from the show Golden Boy, uh, which I'm going to be starting. I found it on Crunchyroll, so I'm going to watch it. But I remember it being like raunchy. Like I okay. remember I remember well, that.
1: That was rem- a common theme in the 90s for um, it, what yeah. we called Japanime, but yeah. is now called anime. They were all pretty. I I Yeah. yeah. I hung out with people that watched them. Yeah. It, you know, it's not full
0: blown tentacle porn, but
1: okay. I was going to say some of it was just animated porn. Yeah. Like, it's not, but with it's monsters, not that. It yeah, was weird. not. <laughs> I,
0: I also think it's one of those situations. Like I remember people like talking about this one, like, Ooh, that's the naughty one. And then no. I'm going to like, I'm going to like watch it. It was like, they have full blown sex on game of Thrones. Like game of Thrones yeah. is a high production value porno at some points. So I think we'll be okay.
1: Okay. And and on that note
0: <laughs> This is a family show, folks. Good night. <laughs>
1: Alrighty.
0: Uh, no, but thank you very much for tuning in. Thank you for liking, sharing, comment, subscribing. It goes a long way. The more people that you can tell about this show that it's like, hey, I like this. That's with our film school friends talking about film school things. Uh and I'd greatly appreciate it if you tell somebody if you don't like this show. Thank you for listening this far. I don't know why we we got to the end and you didn't turn it off, but that's on you. You know, that's 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 on you. But if you didn't like it and you have an enemy, tell your enemy to listen. Is, yeah. is the main point, right? That's I don't really care. our
1: main selling point. Yeah. It's tell people you don't like to listen.
0: Yeah. If you don't like this show, tell people you don't like to listen to it. It hurts. It hurts us and (laughs) me more emotionally. But other than that, it's just it is what it is. So, oh, goodness. Thank you very much. I have been the Eddie
1: McCabe. And I am at Stacy L.M. 78.
0: Thank you very much. And we'll see you next week.
1: Bye. I'm at Stacy L.M. 78.
0: Thank you very much. And we'll see you next week.
1: Bye.